Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. What do you want me to be? Here are the choices. This guy. Jeff, how are you? You look good today. Did you trim your eyebrows? I like, I like. Jeff Lutz. It's not really about sense of humor. It's about whether I want to humor you. Do I? Not really. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. I heartily endorse this event for Hello again, everybody. It is a Tuesday edition, the Bob and Jeff Show. It's a Wednesday edition, but Tuesday was a good edition. That happened yesterday. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, so? co-host, Max Power, producing, engineering. What, uh, what are you so enraptured with on your phone? Nothing. Put it away. Something uh, interesting? I don't Breaking think so. news? Not that I uh, know of. from the wife? No. Shopping list? Mm-mm. Well, then to get to you put really the think we had a away. good show yesterday? I did. Do you remember a second of it? I had a fantastic show. Uh, well, then why keep doing radio? What do you mean? If everything, every day is just perfect. I, I strive to be fantastic every day. That's just, I love the, 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 the attempt. Uh, you can never meet your expectations. True. That's especially true on your part. But to strive is what it's all about. You might start that someday. See, uh, see where you can take things. Uh, why strive when I've already uh, reached the finish line? You think you've, you're a finished product? Not necessarily, but if I'm going for fantastic uh, and I'm striving, I think I've I want to be crossed. as fantastic as the Texas Rangers, who uh, swept Baltimore in their best of five series. Uh, they now move on to the winner of the Astros Twins, who play tonight uh, in Minneapolis. So are we that headed was for an the, impressive uh, performance. Are we headed for the least-watched World Series ever of Texas, Arizona? Not that I uh, will not watch it, but that doesn't. No, we're headed for Texas, Philadelphia. You know what would be would be great? If people talked about football the way they talk about baseball, ah, no one's going to watch the, the Titans and the, and the Saints in the Super Bowl, but everyone would. And, uh, you know, it's only baseball that gets this level of, oh, and no one's going to well, watch that. You do a Super Bowl based on the party and I understand the, that. the social activity of the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter who plays. I get uh, it. Baseball is not a social activity. Well, You've got a seven-game best-of-seven series. You're not having seven parties. We did back in the day. No, we didn't. 
Not me and you. No, you never did. Yeah, we did. We got uh, Scotty over here. We went and got our Chipotle. We sat down and watched the uh, then Cleveland Indians. That's in one the, person. In That's the, not a part. Well, my my uh, significant other at the time came. Who was your significant? Kristen. She couldn't have uh, ha- had a bit of fun. Oh, she was she was thrilled to be here. In my house, this happened. Of course. Did I know it? Yeah, we were right down here in the basement. Huh. Interesting. Good times. Hope you had fun. We did. Uh, here's what we have for you today on the show. At 225, Wichita State volleyball coach Chris Lamb. Shocker's playing well. Uh, we haven't talked to Lambo in a while. We'll get his thoughts on where Shocker volleyball is. At 245, Mike Furches will join us to talk pop culture. And at 325 today, Tanner Hageman, head football coach at Kingman. They are 5-1. and one. We've got a gargantuan battle. Coming up Friday night, Cheney and Andale. That's that's correct. Uh, Tanner's team, Kingman, coming off a very very good year in 2022, and they're five and one this year. But they started the year uh, with a 34 to seven loss to Cheney. Uh, they've recovered nicely. But I want I want to talk to Tanner not only about his team, but how he sees this Cheney Andale game going. Well, it's uh, it's it's one of those you have. Some doubts about it. Now, Andale, uh, no one would be surprised if they won it in a runaway. I would. Uh, you would? Yes. And Andale wins every game in a Not runaway. Not against Collegiate. They won 28-7, and that game was was closer. Not really. The, yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Andale scored the first two or three touchdowns. Collegiate was Collegiate never. Collegiate had, had an opportunity. I think it was 21-7. Um, so I I do expect this to be a very hotly contested game. If I were putting a line on it, it would be Andale by seven and a half. Oh, I would take that in a heartbeat. Okay. Well, how, you didn't pay me the last bet. What do you want? Oh, you haven't paid me in all your bets. Max can run no, through Max them. No, Max doesn't have anything. Yes, he does. No, Max isn't in it. See? What do you have? Max can run through all the bets that you have? lost to me. Uh, I'll go up to, I'll go up to sixteen and a half. No, what do you what do you want to bet? A seven and a half that yeah. Andale just wins by eight? Right. Oh, two thousand dollars. You wanna you wanna go house? Sure. All right. H C B Your house. Okay. And about half my house. House car boat. That's about the equal value. No, the, our value is way up there. Nah, my house is more valuable. No, it's not. Our because of our where we are, our property. Are, we got a shed out there. We got a shed. Yeah, that the, thing couldn't. The shed in somehow increases the value. I wouldn't put a tractor, an old tractor, in that shed. The acreage that we got. Oh, our house is. When have you been out on the acreage? The acreage. Uh, it's our house. Do you ever go out and walk around? Sometimes. What do you look at? We just, it's nice and peaceful out there. Do you have a place where you go and just think? I used to. Where? Uh, it was over behind that uh, family house across the street, but I think someone might live there now. Um, huh, over yeah. across the street? Yeah. There's, I walked over there, and there's a little, like, refrigerator or something. An old uh, like you, that's where you freezer. Thing I just sat on that and looked out at the horizon and had a wonderful time. Really? Yeah, that doesn't seem very picturesque. It was. There's that on an old freezer. No, there's a little barn out there. There's a windmill. There's. Uh, you take a photo? No. It's a thinking. Wouldn't that be nice? A thinking spot. It's not a picture spot. 
Well, you take a photo of it. You put it on Facebook. Well, next time if I go out there, I don't know if, again, I don't know if someone lives over there or not. For the rest of us to see, right? Yeah. Uh, so we have three baseball games. One resulted in a sweep. Arizona has a chance to sweep against the Dodgers later tonight. Uh, Minnesota on the brink against Houston. And then uh, the game right after we get done with radio. Ugh, can't wait. Philly, Phillies Atlanta. and Braves. Who's pitching for the Braves? I know Aaron Nola I think for it's the Bryce Phillies. Elder, isn't it? Well, I I like the Phillies. Future Cardinal Aaron Nola. Well, you sure hope so. I wouldn't mind. He's a good pitcher. We'll see. He's a free agent. Why wouldn't he not go back to Philadelphia? Well, I'm sure they'll want him. They they spend and they get the players they want. Dave Dombrowski pretty much gets everybody he wants. Trades and signings. I can't wait for the hot stove. Because for the first time in a long time, I know my team's going to be active. I don't know if they'll be successful, but I know they'll be active. Well, the owner says we're going to spend and we're going to... But know, that doesn't guarantee success. It doesn't. But it's, it's it, exciting nonetheless. As it should, yes. Of course it is. So I'm... I'd rather not sit I'm it out. looking forward to it. I saw last night, again, Odolis Garcia just pounding a ball. We gave him away. We yeah, got nothing just, back for him. It's, un, it's unfortunate. Cash. How do you? Well, we the Guardians have done that with a few guys. I just don't get how teams miss that badly on guys that they invested in and and took time out to go see and to sign and to start I to develop. I don't get it. It, but I don't get it. But uh, what are you going to do? Uh, the penalties are in for KU basketball, and they're not. There are no penalties. No. Three years of probation. Uh, Nothing. We didn't really expect anything. Sixth year of an FBI investigation uh, and results in this. But that's okay. Good for KU. There are no law. Who would would ever penalize anybody in college? Well, you really aren't going to anymore. So there was no point. What laws are there? I don't know. Give me a law. I don't think you can take money for just taking money. You have to perform a... Uh, name, image, likeness service of some sort. Well, you know, there's permissible benefits is still a thing. Aren't there ways around that? There's ways around everything. There's obviously ways around uh, being investigated for six years and uh, coming out the other side, no worse for wear. That is what it is. I'm happy for Kansas. I want to watch. Happy for them? Yeah, I want to watch them play. I don't listen. I'm a Kansan. I'm, I don't I'm know. Not if I'm happy, happy or unhappy. It's I don't know if I'm okay. happy for them. I'm ha- I'm happy they don't. Uh, they they can go to the NCAA tournament of course. this year. No one. W- I mean, so come on. That, is the NCAA really going to cut so off so its isn't nose? Is that worth being happy about? Despite its face, the NCAA is not going to say, "Hey, Kansas, we know you've been in the NCAA tournament uh, for the last thirty-five years, but take this one off." That's not. Can I happen. be happy about that? Sure. Well, then that, then I'm happy, just as I would be happy if. Uh, Wichita State or Kansas State? How many of those three will make the NCAA tournament this year? Two. Which one won't? WSU. Really? Paul Mills will be on the show tomorrow. Night. Tomorrow, I'll throw that out at him. Oh, if he does, that'd be awesome. I'm gonna, that's the first thing I'm going to say. I don't see it. Paul, I know you picked eighth in the American Athletic Conference, which I think is crazy, by the way. What's crazy about it? Because this guy, I think, can coach. I think he can, too, but we still got to see it. And we still got to see it with this roster. 
Uh, we, we Do we even know if their point guard Cortez is eligible? We know the Missouri guy uh, probably won't be. So this team is still – there's still some question marks. I like them. Uh, they'll continue to improve as – I like as what I'm hearing. Paul Mills gets going. I like what I don't what know I'm if hearing. year one's going to be fantastic. Well, I'm not on the ground like I used to be. I'm not as uh, – I'm not as uh, – uh, in there, I don't know much about it, but from what I hear through my sources, they're going to be better than anticipated. I hope so. Florida Atlantic and Memphis are going to be off the charts good, or at least talented. Memphis's roster is just stacked to the brim. North Texas should be good. They'll be all right. Lost their coach. Well, but that North Texas is in a good spot. Tulane should be good. Tulane was picked third. Um. Otherwise, UAB's pretty good. Yeah, UAB, but uh, went to the postseason. I think Rice and Charlotte did, but those teams, Rice and Charlotte, are picked toward the bottom. So I don't know how much they lost or what they got back. So we'll we'll see. It's an education process. And we'll go through all that tomorrow when we have uh, Paul Mills, Wichita State head basketball coach, on the show. I'm looking forward to it. They did not, and I'm putting you on the spot here, they did not put a player on either the first team or second team all preseason American Conference. Who would be the most likely Colby player? Rogers. Over Kenny Poto? Yes, sir. Jacob Germany? I just, you asked me a question, I gave you an answer. So he's the most likely to finish on a, one of the postseason that's my, teams. That's my feeling right now, yes. Okay. No, nothing wrong with it. I got to see it from Kenny Poto. I think this new coach could have uh, more more of a positive effect on him than any other Shocker player. Well, that, that would be nice. I uh, think. And if he performs to the level of his potential, then yes, he could definitely be an All-American conference. Here's player. another question I have. Just out of curiosity, I'm not trying to throw stones because it's not like I'm going. How come nobody goes to uh, Shocker Madness? What do you mean? Nobody goes to it. There's, it's not a full house like it is for late well, night at the Fog. you say nobody. And, how many showed up? I don't know. I was hearing that it wasn't great. There well, were more I, than... I, I need to know a number. I don't have a number for you. I don't know that they count 4, that. 4,000? Maybe. That's not bad. KU, it's a happening. I understand that. Why can't it be a happening here? It's late I'm... night at the Fog. Right. Uh, they, haven't come, they haven't come on the right uh, thing here. I don't know. Well, it's I, I just don't. There's not there's not a great. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I just I don't, don't know. quite get it. What do you mean you the don't? Fair, you don't go. Well, I'm not really a fan though. When um, did you stop being a fan? Because I liked you better when you were a fan of you Wichita know what? State. Of the forty thousand I spent to send you there, you need to be a fan. At least I'll feel like I got something. Well, I'm here sitting across from nah, you. No, you're not. There's nothing there. Well, why don't you abolish it? grand, me? you're a fan. I, I've deemed it. And if you ever say I'm not a fan on this show again, well, we're going to have a problem. I'm not really a fan. Out of fo- no, I'm you're more a fan. Of an, I'm more of an observer. No, you're a fan. Now. Not really. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm too old to be a fan. No, you're not. Yes, I am of college athletics. I can't. It's hard to put your stock and, and feelings and emotions into of amateur, it's not. amateur athletes. Not if you have a strong connection to the school. It's just you hard know, for me. Uh, if you have a strong connection to the school, it's n- there's nothing 
hard about it. I mean, a lot of people go away to college and they're the best years of their life. You went away to, you went away to college and spent my money. They were the worst years of my life, and yeah. it, it's not even close. And you spent every cent I had. Good. No, uh, you no, deserve it for good. sending me. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to be a fan. Unlikely. And you're, you're going to go out there and, uh, and uh, help them. How come it's a, I just, I don't know. I just don't understand I want Wichita's you to go relationship. some shrubs out there. I don't understand Wichita's relationships, relationship with Shocker basketball. I don't get it. Well, that's the biggest everyone, thing in town. It is, until they lose uh, or until they're 500 and nobody shows up. Well, that's or the until, same way in a lot of places. No, then why is it the biggest thing in town if it's that fickle? It's not that fickle. They still drew seven, 8,000, even mm. with not very good teams. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They those now, crowds the weren't that years, big. No, but the last couple of years, it's it's not been, it's not bottomed out. It's not been too far away from bottoming out because nobody liked. It. They've been through a lot of turbulence. They have. Look at KU. But isn't They've, that when you stick you're by comparing your team? everything to KU? Look at we K should State. compare everything to KU. Look at K State. They didn't have anybody in that in Bramlage when they were not good. Uh, but, KU's always good. But K-State basketball you, let me talk. is not the thing of Manhattan. You don't have a clue on this. K-State football is. You, you don't have a clue on this. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Because Wichita State basketball has gone through a lot of turmoil in the past five years. Great. That's when you KU stick by your team. basketball never goes through turmoil. They, how many? Name their coaches since, since it all started. They've had eight. Name them. Uh, Owens. No, you, that's name them in order. I don't know in order. You don't know in order. I How assume about this? it was Naismith, Naismith and then Allen, yes, Harp, Owens, Brown, uh, Williams. You missed one in there. No, I didn't. Williams self. There's eight. No, they're not. Yes, there's more than seven. No, Naismith. Fog Allen, Dick Harp, Ted Owens, Larry Brown, Roy Williams, Bill Self. That's it. Well, you're sorry. <laughs> How um, much would you like to bet on this? Naismith, Allen, William O. Hamilton. No, William O. Hamilton. He went 125 and 59. He, he barely showed up. He was there for 11 years. <laughs> I forgot William O. Hamilton. And uh, so did. And then Dick Harp. And then Ted Owens. What happened between. Nothing. Dick uh, Harp. Fog Allen came back. Right. After Hamilton. Yeah, William O. Hamilton couldn't handle it. Fog Allen was there from 1907 to 1909, and then again from 1919 to 1956. Well, Fog Allen's a legend. And then Harp. In case you don't know that. Harp Brown, Harper Owens Brown, William Self. That's amazing. Eight coaches. I don't count Hamilton. He was there again, eleven years. Uh, Eight were, coaches were, in a hundred and twenty-five years. They were uh, they were down years. All right, it's uh, are we are we ready for a break? No, I'm ready for a break. Well, that doesn't get talked about enough. Well, I just talked about Wichita it. Wichita State has had eight coaches since last Thursday. No, don't do that. Don't be that idiot. They've had no, a bunch. Don't be that guy. They haven't had that many. Name them. Uh, Turgeon, Marshall, Brown, and now Paul Mills. 
in the last 24 years. Um, before that, Thompson, uh, uh, Smithson, Thompson, Cohen, Fogler, Smithson, Mills, Miller, Brown, Marshall, Turgeon, Smithson, Thompson, Thompson, Miller, Cohen, Fogler, Smithson, so, Miller, no, Thompson, Miller, yeah, Gunning, I just said Binford, that. Starrett, Henning, Austin, Johnson, Umnus, Hill, Hoover, Efren, Cassidy, Buck, Bates, and Thomas. Yeah, I just said all that. It's a bunch of them. All right, time for a break. When we come back, we'll talk Shocker Volleyball. Talk about not having many coaches. Chris Lamb and his – find out how many years he's been there. My goodness. I'm guessing – I'm guessing it's his 24th year. I think he was started in 2000 or something like that. That's my guess. We'll catch up with the Shocker Volleyball coach next. Bob and Jeff on KFH. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, we are back. Big Girls Don't Cry from Fergie, sizing things up, the musical theme. Chris Lamb joins us, Wichita State volleyball coach. Shockers uh, are hot right now, having played well. Hey, Lambo, how are you, man? Great. Thanks for having me back on. Well, we, uh, we're we always going to have you back on. So is this your 24th season with the Shockers? Um, 23, I think. 23. Jeff says 24. Uh, GoShockers.com uh, says 24. So well, who knows, well, really? <laughs> 2000. I got here in 2000. So, yeah, we're getting there. It's your 24th year. Yes. Okay. So amazing. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at the the volleyball page on GoShockers.com and I'm I'm gonna point something out and not that you're not aware of it but I want your reaction. You were swept by SMU 
uh, last Friday down in Dallas. Saturday, or I'm sorry, Sunday, you came back and won the match three games to one. How important was that for your team to get past being swept and then coming back two days later and beating SMU? Right. I mean, even if even if it was like the old Missouri Valley where you'd go play in a Northern Iowa top one, two, or three, and then the next night you got to go play Bradley, who at that time was down at the bottom, and you were just happy to recover and beat anybody after uh, getting swept uh, or, or a disappointing performance. So to beat them, um, they're loaded, um, very, very talented, and you know, just a few adjustments, um, not many, but, you know, we played harder. And, you know, it was like, stop hoping to win and start expecting to win and, you know, just react better with each other. And it wasn't, it wasn't like it was a whole lot of change, but we definitely were playing well right from the start. We got off to a big lead early. Uh, they started to press, which you see from time to time from teams that haven't been there often and felt pretty good the rest of the way. So what was Saturday like then? Was And I guess how do you decide or, or what are the factors that help you decide after a loss whether to kind of go easy and, you know, we're tired or whatever the, the reason might be uh, and kind of back off a little bit? between that and kind of being more intense and, hey, we got to we got to figure this out. How do you decide how to kind of uh, deal with a loss? Yeah, well, I trust my gut. You know, it it it, it didn't seem like it was blown assignments or, you know, something we should have been trying to do differently. Um, just way more to do with effort and and belief and, you know, execution will follow, I think. But you know, we, we didn't we didn't have a lot of magic on our Saturday practice. We did we did make a few changes to affect a few of their players, and it worked. Um, you know, they got that All American transfer from Florida State. Uh, we I was told she'd never hit negative in her career in her fifth grad transfer year. We got her to hit negative, so you know that was a job well done. And just to, just buttoned up everything. The serve and pass game was better for us. Um, we had a couple girls couldn't get on the scoreboard on Friday night or, or Sunday. They were great, but we, we didn't really like, you know, get all angry or get on them. It was just, look, you're going to do this or you're not. We chilled. We had a nice practice. We had a nice dinner. We took them out to a, that medieval times place. I'd never been there before. We just kind of sat through that whole thing and girls had fun and, you know, it's just, just hoping that was the right recipe, and it turned out to be good for us. Shocker Volleyball 5-1 and one in the American Athletic Conference. Uh, and uh, like I said, on a hot streak, go down to New Orleans this weekend to play Tulane back-to-back Friday and Saturday. Chris Lamb with us. Do you like the format in the American now where you're playing teams in your division uh, two games in a row, two matches in a row? Well, you know, we had to fight for a lot of stuff this year with new coaches coming in and some moratoriums they put on us from the past. And it was real frustrating for me. I picked and chose my battles, things I really wanted. I wasn't so sure about the double header thing, but it does save money. Um, I, I, I'm worried about 
Saturday or the, the second match, whether it's Saturday or Sunday, not being very good. Uh, you know, we've had right from the start, teams would win on the first day and then blow people out on the second day. So right off the bat, it didn't feel like that second match was going to have a lot of energy, but it's starting to even itself out a little bit as conference goes on. So I'm just going to reserve judgment. If it has SMU leaving the league, we're at 13 next year. It won't really make uh, it really won't make this format we're using right now make a whole lot of sense. But um, right now, I'm just laying low on that one. I, I don't know yet, but uh, it hasn't it hasn't been bad to us yet. But I um, I just I just hope fans show up for the second match, and it's you know not just a kind of a pushover situation, but you know we'll see. So we had uh, Natalie Foster on the show a couple weeks ago, and she's kind of been hovering and at times above that uh, 400 mark. Uh, how do you put that in perspective? Because your overall hitting percentage is really good at 236, and, and then there she is up near 400. So do we need like a 400 Louisa Rise-type watch on her or what? Uh, well, um, maybe. I, I mean, <laughs> we, we set standards and goals, and, Frosty knows what she's capable of, but she's being targeted now big time by our opponents. So it's, it's getting a little bit tougher, but you know, we've done a nice job with that position around here over the years. It's like we call that the M2 position. There's two different middle jobs and she does one of them at a very, very high level. And we try to keep her as busy as we can, but you know, she's elevated her game and, and people are coming after her um, chasing her all over the place as they probably should. And, She's responding. I'm glad you guys had her out there. She's, but I'll tell you what, the, the, not getting enough credit for her improved blocking. That's where she's made the most strides in her game, and super proud of her for that because that was definitely a goal for the season. Chris Lam, our guest, Wichita State's volleyball coach. We asked her uh, when she was on uh, what she made of the strength of schedule in the preseason. It was very difficult. Um, what do you think of it in hindsight? Are you glad you loaded up? Yeah, but there's two ways to look at it. There's good, there's teams that are good, and there's teams that are successful. So you you think of strength of schedule, you think of power five teams, you think of top twenty five teams, but the RPI doesn't know the difference. RPI only knows who wins and who loses. So uh, we know the schedule. We know the schedule was loaded with good teams, but now those good teams have to go out there and win a lot for it to help us. And Texas Tech's not doing as well. Illinois is not doing as well um, once they've got into conference and uh, Notre Dame is hanging in there. But, you know, that that's really the key to it is to schedule winners, play winners and beat some of the winners and then have a nice season yourself in your own conference. So I, I am a little worried that our schedule is tougher in reality than it is on paper, meaning by how successful they are. I mean, literally, literally the, you know, the, the, the RPI wouldn't know the difference between a bottom major league team and a top double A team. It just knows, it just knows record. So, you know, you're trying to play winners for RPI. And when you go out and play better teams, but they don't win enough, the RPI doesn't recognize that and uh, you're hurting for it, but we're in the fifties right now. We're hanging in there. Uh, it's better than we were last year. We just need our non-conference portion of the schedule to, to do their job. Shockers are doing our job. We need the non-con to, to do well. We had no idea, but Omaha, which is always a 22, 25 win team. 
They went out and put the most difficult schedule together you could imagine, and they were winless in their first 11 non-conference matches uh, until they beat Bradley for their last match before conference. So there was a team on our schedule that went 1-11. Now, they're going to do better in conference and come back, but they won't reach 20 wins. So, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't know these things when you're scheduling how, how hard uh, other programs are going to schedule. But how, how successful your opponents are is actually more important than how good you know them to be. And that's where the magic is. But you guys are right. We played a very good schedule, and we did a nice job. I think we're, I think we're a, a B-plus, A-minus, 12-5 and five team right now, and I feel good about it. So did did the weekend last last weekend? I'm just curious how you approached that because you had you had swept your previous two opponents, uh, and then you have the rough outing against SMU, um, and then you dominate the next three, including two two more sweeps. So uh, you know, was was that just kind of a restoration of your belief? Was there anything that that came out of that uh, that loss that you know can linger, or was that just a blip on the radar to you? Well, so. In, inside of those wins, there was also some bad you know, individual performances. So we were we were putting on the board just how delicate this is. Whether the team won or lost, we're sort of stacking uh, performances. And you know, it's one thing to say when you play bad. You know, you'll you know, there's always you know, if you play really really good, and people say, well, there's regression to the mean. You're going to come back. You know, and then if you play bad, you're like, well, there's progression to the mean. It's just you're, you you hope you don't have big valleys and big peaks. And, you know, we, we've had some we've had some performances this year that have been odd that way within within one match to the next. We've had players be, you know, first team all conference all the way down to, wow, maybe we don't even have them in the lineup. So we think we put some of that behind us so far. So good. Um, but that's really the challenge is to be consistent good and and we we have we have the most balance of, of offense in our conference if you go look at the stats dig a little deeper you'll see that we set everybody uh about the same amount nobody in our league is even close so if we're all playing well we are very hard to keep up with so that's uh that's important for us to you know have everybody really you know doing a good good job with a couple of great performances each night and that's how it's been going for us, and that's what we kind of expect moving forward. Chris Lamb, our guest, Wichita State volleyball coach. There is no doubt uh, that you have increased the awareness, visibility, and popularity in volleyball in Wichita, Kansas, in your 24 years. I commend you for that. How do you how do you explain what happened at Nebraska? Ninety some thousand going to a volleyball match outdoors at their football stadium. How does that happen? What what makes that happen? Well, it wouldn't happen everywhere. Um, you know, the great Terry Pettit, the great co- volleyball coach at Nebraska, I mean, he got that whole region excited about volleyball. And, you know, it's just it's just a state where the girls will play volleyball and not basketball. They're aspiring to be volleyball players. And, you know, the just the just the number of division one recruits that come out of a small populace between, you know, Lincoln to halfway through, you know, on into Iowa. It's amazing for when you look at how little population is there, 
how many Division One players come from there. And um, with that is fans. So if Nebraska is going to put something like that together, Husker Nation is going to show up. And it wasn't just about Nebraska volleyball. They had they had the other teams there. Omaha was there. Several of the D2 teams also played. Um, but they, they marketed the heck out of it. And, you know, I, I, we knew them to be around 70,000. They, they talked about how they could get nine, over 90 if they made a change to the concert schedule that they had. So seating would go differently. And uh, once they did that, they targeted the largest uh, event for, you know, any women's sport, sporting event in the history of women's sports. So they, they targeted it and they nailed it. And I'm not sure we're going to see this on a regular basis, but um, pretty neat to see. And I'm glad it got some uh, national recognition. Who are you zeroing in on as the next Giants manager, if you've even had a uh, spare moment to think about that? Uh, I don't. Maybe Bochi. How about that one? Can we get him back? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, he doesn't I'm have because... time to think about the Giants. Just asking. <laughs> he's got volleyball, and he's got the 49ers. It's true. Well, you're right about that, but I, I don't want you guys to jinx me. I, I just uh... – <clears throat> Uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about the 49ers right now, okay? I, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy what I got. and I listen to podcasts every night, and I'm pretty – I'm liking what I'm seeing, and let's stay healthy and let's go get one. Our best to your wife, Shannon, your family. Chris, we always appreciate you taking time to join us. Uh, best of luck again on the road this weekend down in New Orleans to face Tulane, Wichita State volleyball coach Chris Lamb. Talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. All right, there you go. Uh, yeah, he's riding high. Got a good volleyball team. Got the 49ers. Probably not as concerned about the El Gigantes right now. Maybe not. So we, uh, it's impossible. Mike purchase? Well, Max is handling it. That's what I don't understand. You text people um, to, to come on when Max is calling them. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they don't get his call, they're not going to get your text. Let me just be honest with you. Okay. I, I hate to go here because it, it gives me a reputation. I got a little more clout than Max. No, I think uh, it's the exact same. Watch what happens. What happens? He'll be on the line and or he won't. Two gifs. Well, yeah, because we're joined by Mike. For, no, we're not. I don't know why you get so uptight about everything. Well, because we're doing a show here. Let the producer Man, every, handle everything's it. We a, all have our role here. Everything's just, uh, everything's okay. I agree. I relax. I'm, I'm as laid back as you can possibly be. If we and, get uh, Mike, great. If we don't, hey, his well, loss. Listen, if we, if we get Mike, great. That's what if I just we, said. If we don't, to hell with it. Oh, yeah. hey, Mike. How Mark are you? Here. <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> No, just disregard what I said about the hell with you, okay? Oh, okay. I certainly right. didn't mean it. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do a pop culture segment, we hope, every week with Mike. And then we're going to do a top ten segment every month with Mike. Is today that day? No, today's not that Thank day. Thank goodness, because I don't have my movie list. Uh, but we are going <laughs> to talk to Mike, and he's going to continue to be a key part of the show. Oh, I'd hope so. Uh, because we love the guy. So, Mike, right. uh Pop culture, the topic, you have, you've wanted to talk about streaming and the cost yes. of doing so. And you're, you're talking to the choir because I'm one of those guys that feels like I'm being left out if I don't get it all. 
I gotta so, I gotta figure that out. It, it's it's getting bad. I think the most recent news was the uh, Amazon Prime jacking their prices up. And uh, the one thing I've you know I've always been supportive. I even went and subscribed to HBO just so I could watch the movies that Bob was watching. And uh, it's getting where you can't afford it. And I, I I think that the streaming services are pricing themselves out, uh, not out of business, but they're certainly hurting their audience because I think that a lot of people are canceling services. And you know I, I don't I don't think that's very good for the streaming movies. I don't know how you decide what to watch. HBO, Paramount Plus, Netflix, and you can keep going on and on and on. And there's just absolutely no way. You can't do it. It's impossible. Uh, And I like shows on Apple Plus, but I had to cancel Apple Plus. And I'm not far from canceling my my Hulu. The only reason I don't want to do that is that you get a good package deal. And Paramount Plus is a good package deal. Well, they're doing package deals uh, like at Paramount Plus. You can get Paramount Plus and Showtime now. But even there, they've jacked it up to where it's just unbelievable. So, uh, The problem is that there's no, like you said, there's no one-stop shop. If I want to watch Shorzy, which is coming back out later this month, i got to get Hulu. If I want to watch the Jason Sudeikis show, i got to get Apple. If I want to watch uh, uh, the the Tulsa King, I got to get Paramount Plus. If I want to watch uh, Winning Time, I got to get HBO Max. I don't think anyone's sitting there like, oh, I, I got Paramount Plus and I have this endless stream of shows that I can watch. It's usually, yeah, I got this show now that I can watch. But if I want to watch the another one, I got to get uh, a different service. It's like one on each, I think, is the thing. Yeah, that seems to be the case. And a lot of people, if they could do like I do it, I'll watch the show once they're all available because some shows do the week to week and some will have all the shows available all at once. And then uh, I'll get the service until I can watch the show and then I cancel the service until the show comes back on again. And what I found out, if you do that, you can get some free weeks. And I've actually done that is uh, get a free week of Apple Plus and then watch all of the Jason Sudeikis show and then cancel it. Uh, but Apple Plus is one of those that, it's it's hard to even cancel a show on that network. It's amazing. So uh, I'm, I'm at Mike the place, versus... I think you mentioned it before, Bob, and it's, it's, I'm at that place as well that it's just it's hard to uh, to have all the services. I just had this epiphany while I'm talking to you. Now, this is not something I feel like you would give up. I've pretty much given up going to movie theaters. Uh, back in the day, I probably went to four or five movies a month would be my, that's a conservative uh, number. You spend $40 a shot going to a movie. You go four or five times a month. That's uh, 160 to $200. I've cut that completely out now. Maybe that's how I afford the streaming services. Yeah. There's ways to do movies. Isn't that brilliant? Well, I think the issue is, is that there's ways. But you never you spent forty dollars on a movie or went five times. Hey, let Mike talk. Go ahead, Mike. I'm just putting this again in context. Go ahead. But, but there's ways now that you can see movies for a lot less uh, through the subscription services. Like I have an AMC subscription service, twenty dollars a month. I see three movies a week uh, on any screen at any time, and that you know that, that's not such a bad deal. And then with the AMC points, I think the last time I went. I got a large popcorn. I built up enough points. I got my large popcorn and my large drink for free. 
And uh, so there's ways you can do that. And you can't do that with the streaming services, though. So, you know, I still enjoy going to the movies for that reason. And uh, we're, we're looking at seeing some big movies coming out in the next couple of weeks. And one this week is going to break box office records. What's what, going to break uh, box office records? Taylor Swift. The Taylor Swift movie. You cannot get a ticket for the next six days. Taylor Swift's movie starts on Friday. For the for the first four days that it shows, you cannot get a ticket on any screen uh, in Wichita. It's they're all That's sold just out. Amazing. It is, and uh, it's a concert one, movie, right? Correct. They're expecting it to break all the box office records. And uh, but for every screen, what they're doing, in fact, at AMC, is there's one day that they're only showing, I think, three movies because the Taylor Swift movie's taking over all the screens for the weekend. Not all the screens, but the majority of the screens. They're expecting close mm. to two hundred million dollars this weekend for the Taylor Swift movie, and I think they're going. To, I think they will exceed two hundred million dollars at box office. Oh, sales. no question. There's no question it'll exceed that. Um, no, so no. it's crazy, Mike. What do you think the uh, actor strike will do to with with streaming services? Will people realize that hey, this maybe I don't need all this TV in my life if if there's no kind of new programming? We got the reality stuff and game shows, but not a lot of like scripted shows. What how will that affect uh, your watching, perhaps, and and the public at large? In your opinion. I think it's, it's going to definitely have an impact because they're still striking. We uh, we ran into that last week when we spoke with Barry Corbin. He couldn't even talk about certain movies that was in the making. And uh, I actually got to spend a little bit of time with Barry this weekend at the Tallgrass Festival. And uh, also, if you know, Evie, who's a local actor, and they're talking about the strike. And uh, it's definitely going to have an impact. The movie that they're filming in Wichita, they don't know how they're going to finish it. Because you, you have to remember, there are movies that were in production. They've been on strike, and things happen to actors and actresses, especially young actors and actresses. They get older. It's harder to, to fix them. So there's a lot of movies in production that some of the production companies will end up losing massive dollars on because they'll not be able to complete those movies due to the strike. So I think and by the way, they very much enjoyed Barry Corbin uh, in the interview we did with him a couple weeks ago. Um, so how was the Tallgrass Film Festival? It was it was better than it has been in the past. I think one of the things I would like to see Tallgrass do is be to extend their their types of shows, their categories a little bit. Uh, for example, I, I think it would be imperative and it would be good to have – don't take this wrong. I'm not trying to make this political. They have a lot of extremely left-leaning programming at Tallgrass, and it would be – Good to see some programming that was middle of the road, if nothing else. The, uh, the 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 one feature at Tallgrass that really impressed me this year was the story of Karen Carpenter uh, from the Carpenters, and it was a wonderful, wonderful documentary. But the, the numbers of the audience was down a little bit this year, I think, from the past. But there still was a lot of great shows that was available, and uh, I, I still think it's one of Wichita's highlight uh, events. A lot of people just so, don't, they don't know about. Yeah, I, I think it's a great event. Uh, not that I go very often. I need to back up uh, my talk with my act. Well, you'd have loved it, Bob, because Barry. So we're starting to see now there. the trailer. Now go we could have hung out. 
I'm still I here. hung out with Barry Corbin. Uh, yeah, I, I know you absolutely are. could have. Yeah, you could have hung out with him. It was kind of cool to get to see. He was a very, first of all, very much like what he, he uh, was on the show, but the stories that he told were amazing. His love of the Coen brothers. Who would have thunk that from Barry Corbin? How much he really yeah. appreciated the Corbin brothers. So, anyway. All right, before we uh, move on, I do want to get your thoughts. We're starting to see the movie trailers now for Killers of the Flower Moon. And um, I, I don't know when I've anticipated a movie more. It's in that hell or high water uh, mode for me. Yeah. I'm, I have extremely high expectations. Are they going to be met, in your opinion? I think so. The numbers, uh, the only criticism I've heard of the movie uh, is the length. It's it's two. It's, let me take back again. It's over three hours long. It's about three hours and twenty five minutes long, and so it's a long movie. It's not something you're going to go and just you know sit and watch and enjoy. I, I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll get bored possibly with the movie. I'm looking forward to the story. Scorsese has been out on record of talking about why the movie is the length that it is that he wants to tell the complete and the whole story. But that's the only thing, the, the only drawback I can think of for the movie is that there will be people that will not go. They'll have the exact response that you had when they hear how long it is. It's, uh, I don't want to go sit in a movie theater chair for three and a half hours. So, yeah, uh, that'll, that'll uh, be a, uh, that'll be an obstacle for sure. Yeah. But so. given the people that are in it and the people that are making it, if you're going to invest three and a half hours in anything, uh, it's got to be that. Yeah, but I think it's the word classic and epic are getting thrown around right now on the early reviews of the movie, and that's kind of what I'm expecting. So the fact that it was filmed so close to Wichita, filmed down in Tulsa, with a lot of local artists uh, that that appear in the movie as extras or even a couple of speaking roles, uh, those are things that will make it interesting to this region as well. Plus, the Osage story is an amazing story. It's kind of like the Black Wall Street in Tulsa that a lot of people were not aware of in the race riots or the race massacre in Tulsa. This is a part of recent, or not recent, but it's a part of history for the region that is a fascinating history. And uh, I'm glad that the story is finally getting told and that the Osage uh, will finally get some recognition for the things that happened. All right. It is great to talk to you. We'll get back with with you next week. And, uh, Mike, have a good week, okay? You guys as well. Take care. Mike Purchase talking some pop culture. Uh, we'll be back with hour number two. We'll do a top ten uh, next, next Wednesday. All right. Remind me. Uh, the third Wednesday of the month is when we'll do pop uh, top ten. Okay. Okay? I'll try to remember that. Max got it written down. All good. We will be back with the second hour of the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.